0: This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. January 31st, 1865. By a 119 to 56 vote, the House of Representatives passes the 13th Amendment, which would enshrine into the Constitution the abolition of slavery. The vote was closer than that sounds. 119 was only two more votes than were needed for the required two-thirds majority, and the amendment would still have to be ratified by three-quarters of the states, and that was a little complicated. There were 36 states, but 11 of them had seceded, and they were currently engaged in a civil war against the United States. That was winding down in the Union's favor. It would be over in about 10 weeks. And there were real questions about what to do with the Confederate states as they were welcomed back into the Union. If they didn't yet have a legally constituted legislature, maybe they shouldn't count towards the three-quarters total. Then again, maybe they should. Civil wars are messy. The 13th Amendment had its roots in the Emancipation Proclamation issued by President Abraham Lincoln in 1863. Lincoln believed that the president didn't have the power to abolish slavery because it was a state issue. But as commander-in-chief, he had martial law power. The proclamation freed slaves in states in rebellion because that was an act that helped the Union war effort. It didn't make slavery illegal. The proclamation didn't free slaves in states that hadn't seceded, Missouri, Kentucky, Delaware, and Maryland. It didn't even free all the slaves in the Confederacy. It didn't apply to Tennessee since it was mostly under Union control by that time. Lincoln was worried that once the war ended, the courts would strike down the Emancipation Proclamation, so he pushed for a constitutional amendment. The Senate passed its version in April of 1864. It was easy to get to a two-thirds majority in that one because the Southerners who would have been against it were no longer in the Senate. In June, the House voted and it was 93 in favor, 65 against. A lopsided vote, but not lopsided enough. It was 13 votes short of the two-thirds majority. But sentiment in favor of the amendment was building, and as slavery grew more and more politically unpopular, more Northern Democrats came out against it. When Lincoln won re-election in November, he made the proposed amendment his top legislative priority. He urged its passage in his State of the Union address in December, and he gave his supporters, including the Secretary of State, William Seward, orders to round up the needed votes in the House pretty much by any means necessary. Jobs were promised. Campaign contributions were offered. So were bribes. Finally, on January 31st, with the help of 14 Democrats, the House passed the amendment with those two votes to spare. The chamber erupted in celebration. The president's signature isn't required on constitutional amendments, just the two-thirds majority in each house and ratification by three-quarters of the states. But the amendment was sent to Lincoln anyway, and he signed it. It's the only presidential signature on a constitutional amendment. When the Civil War ended on April 8th, Twenty states had ratified it, including the Confederate states of Virginia, Louisiana, and Tennessee, and the Union slave states of Missouri and Maryland. Arkansas, a former Confederate state, became number 21 on April 14th. That was the day Lincoln was shot. His successor, Andrew Johnson, took up the cause of ratification as part of the effort to rebuild, the word was reconstruct, after the war. The last four states to ratify in November and December of 1865 were all former Confederate states, South Carolina, Alabama, North Carolina, and on December 6th, Georgia, number 27. Some of the Southern states had ratified the amendment with strings attached. They said their approval was contingent on things like former slaves not getting the vote or the federal government not claiming power to legislate over their status. These conditions were pretty much ignored. The 13th Amendment was eventually ratified by all 36 states, including the four that had rejected it in 1865. New Jersey changed its mind in 1866, Delaware in 1901. Kentucky ratified the 13th Amendment in 1976, Mississippi in 1995. The 13th Amendment abolished slavery and involuntary servitude except as punishment for a crime. It was a first step towards civil rights for African Americans. It outlawed slavery, but it did not succeed in preventing servitude, white supremacist brutality, and a century of Jim Crow laws. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.